Ahoy and welcome to The Open Journal. Here we're going to be talking about mental health and all things related including illness, wellness, stigma and support and most importantly some of your very own personal stories. I'm Mike and while I'm being mindfully mindless hopefully myself and my amazing guests will be able to show you you're not alone out there. These are real people. They do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves. I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. So I told everything and her face dropped. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation, so mm. they can appreciate, yeah. It's difficult dealing with our minds. And the suicidal thoughts were back. People knew that there was something not right, but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. You're not depressed, it's, it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. I mean, this, this, this shit is real and it's hard, it's exhausting. Sometimes you need somebody to just give you permission to say, you just need a little bit of help. I don't think people realise how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are. Not only did this help me to write it, it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, and then they want to talk about it. Hello and welcome to this episode of Open Journal. I'm Mike. I hope you're well. I hope things are good for you this week. We are very much in spring, aren't we? I had, uh, so yesterday or the day before, where I feel like I had most different types of weather within about a four-hour period. Um, it seems, yeah, very spring. Very spring at the moment. Um, so this week, there, there's no new guest. This is a, an episode with Mike. Um... I hope you're up for that. <laughs> um, these these episodes, I think, um, it's really interesting because I was reflecting on this earlier. Um, and they often happen, now they often happen because a postponement has happened with a guest where unfortunately we, you know, we're, we're planned to do it one evening and it's, it's happened that we need to kind of move it back for whatever reason. And so I'm like, oh, okay, well, there's a space. So I'll, I'll do a little chat and I'll talk about some things that have been going on. So, so there's a new episode for people to listen to. Um, and I was reflecting on, like, I really enjoy sitting down and having these conversations for however long they are. I don't know, 20 minutes, half an hour. And um, kind of made me think about, like, oh, why don't I book in to have, like, this, like, this episode is going to be with me. Um, it's just usually when there's been a postponement. Um, and it's it's really interesting because I think I, I really love, I really appreciate having the guests come on and uh, having the conversation with them and learning from them and hearing their lived experiences and the things that they have potentially overcome and succeeded with and the journeys that they've gone on um, are really amazing to hear and the resources that they signpost to and the projects and campaigns. Um but I do feel like sometimes, yeah, there maybe there is that miss of, of not necessarily having the opportunity to sit down and have a bit more of a casual um, chat with you uh, and sort of say, oh, look, these are the things that have been going on recently and this is what, like, what I'm thinking about. Um, what do you think about that? Um, it's kind of an open question. Uh, and it is, I guess, something I did a lot more when the podcast started. I think there were more 
gaps when I'd kind of go, okay, there's going to be a guest and a guest and then a me episode and a guest and a me episode, a guest, a guest, a guest for me. Um, whereas a lot more now, I think it is just, yeah, it's not planned. I don't book in like this episode's going to be with me, um, which I think is a little bit of a shame, actually. I, like, I enjoy sitting down for these episodes. They are quite different. So I don't know if that affects, you know, often I see with things like um, people's listening experience or viewing experience, you usually want something that's very consistent. And I think these maybe aren't that consistent because they're very different to when a guest comes on. Um, so I'm not sure, but I, I, I enjoy recording them and I hope you enjoy listening into them. Like I said, they are, it's a slightly different type of, of conversation because it is, you know, I say predominantly, it is only me talking. Um, I mean, you might be talking as well, but I can't hear you. So I guess it's still sort of, it's still, yeah, we're both talking. That's great. <laughs> um, so with this... <laughs> with uh with with this uh with this episode um i wanted to focus in on on one of the things that's been going on it's like a few different things but there's something that i thought oh it's a really interesting thing to to kind of talk through um and it's the sort of thing that i think often maybe it would have fed into a conversation i might have had with a guest but i wouldn't really have a chance to reflect on it or speak about it as much uh and for me that's that's tidying so it feels like it's been a big thing recently. I don't know if it's because we're, you know, um, we're starting to get out a little bit more and you kind of notice things in the house uh, a little bit more, uh, whether it's because we're coming out. Of, I've got no idea because it's like a spring clean thing, isn't it? Maybe. I don't know. But I've really noticed it recently. And I think um, through, I guess, like the early part of this year, like the end of winter, um, we have... Laura's been watching a lot of the the Stacey Solomon, is it like Fix Your House or Fix Your Life in Seven Days program, where they like empty out someone's house and they put all their stuff in a, a warehouse and you go through it and sort out the stuff you want to donate and keep and, and recycle. Um, and then it all goes back in the house. And this like came sort of at the time, but I think has also sort of prompted thoughts around tidying. Um, and you can see how my thoughts spiral now. And uh, I found it really interesting because I didn't expect to engage with this program. Like, I was like, oh, it's another daytime TV program. I really don't care. Um, but actually watching it really resonated with like some of the stories and the emotions behind um, things that people keep that just are not functional, but they don't want to get rid of them. They have lived experiences that are attached to certain items um, and personal history with certain items or memories uh and that kind of yeah you know that really came across and I kind of connected with that and I also liked the the process of tidying and cleaning and the um seeing the work that happens with the professional uh like cleaners and tradespeople that they have on the program is interesting to see what they make from the spaces that they go into and um the yeah the tidiness of like draw tidies labels all that sort of stuff I found really appealing um I feel like tidying is definitely a thing that I think I'm probably better I, I definitely think I'm better at it than I am um I, yeah there's not I don't think there's much doubt about that um but it's also something I think that occupies more of my 
time than I think it does or that I, than I recognize it does. Um, and the difference, I guess, with this program that prompted some of those thoughts were, I think, similar programs that I've seen in the past usually have elements of like they'll show like a celebrity's house or they'll go to a house that's like, I don't know, really big and exciting or, or whatever. Um, and I just I don't really care. <laughs> like those aren't relatable. So like these families and these houses, they seemed relatable. They uh, had like uh, personal attachments um, to the items where they talked about like past traumas of um, like previous relationships or health conditions and um, that sort of side really kind of tied me into some of these um, journeys and these houses and these families and I think one of the things that I really recognized is like this desire to to do things and to tidy and to sort stuff out also really overlapped with uh, kind of a desire not necessarily like the only one but a desire that I have which is to really not have a lot of stuff um and now anyone that's knows me or has been uh been to my house will know I very much don't have no stuff there is <laughs> more stuff than is really needed um but I really resonate with that and I do struggle with that sometimes because of my lived experience of um going through the a period of of a divorce and of losing and not having a lot of stuff um I definitely have that mindset of like oh if we're sorting things out let's like let's clear everything out and like what like literally every single item is kind of questionable as to why that's needed um and I do think there are parts of our lived experience that feed into things like I say like like tidying something that feels very um just every day I guess um and that's seeing how my thoughts around that are uh, are affected by kind of lived experience um of of life I guess and the impact that that's had for me mentally are how I approach certain things um and it is also sometimes why I struggle with tidying um on a more noticeable side and why I sometimes don't do it is because I find it really hard not to go to that extreme of like okay we're tidying we're sorting things out that means get rid of everything um and that's i think it's it's much more noticeable in a relationship so if you're with um uh someone else or or, or there are there's there's more than one of you in your kind of living space and living situation um i think it is more noticeable because you start to or I feel like I'm impacted by I, w I won't do that um, I won't sort that area out I won't just like empty a whole drawer because there might be something in there that Laura wants to keep rather than actually no it would be really useful to keep some envelopes or some pens or whatever like no they've not been used actually it'd be great to clear that drawer and you know what actually if I've cleared that drawer that's super helpful because there's only three other drawers there and if I cleared those other three drawers then would I really need that drawer unit and I could get rid of the whole drawer unit that's really good and that would tidy that up and make more space have you really <laughs> am I really tidying or am I just trying to get rid of stuff um I think there is a balance there there's definitely kind of you know 
fors and againsts and there might be times when you want to you know lessen the amount of furniture in a particular space um but i do find it really noticeable how quickly i i escalate with some of those things and that is quite hard to manage um and it can be quite tricky and it is something that that's come up and like to the extent where i now won't watch the program because it prompts those thoughts in my head of like oh there's that thing that could be got rid of and that could be got rid of and actually why do we still have that um and it's it's really i find that quite tricky i think that element of of being is that a separate thing of just kind of being attached to items of having the luxury of like these items are ours and we are happy with them like that still maybe feels um like a challenge to to have that space to um kind of not be at risk from things being taken away or removed um to to be happy to some extent i guess um it's re- yeah it's really tricky i think it it does overlap with with the uh a lot more things than you think it would um it's tidying you know it's tidying it's something um it feels like something simple and i guess that's kind of where that's kind of where some of these conversations um feel like oh why would we have these or there's not a need for these um but i think these what i guess i would describe as potentially like lower level symptoms or um some things that we might be struggling with having conversations about those things i think just opens up the range of like emotions and experiences that people have it doesn't have to be that we have um that we have or that we are experiencing uh, a mental health illness or like high level or critical or crisis level symptoms it can just be you know we live in our life and some of these things i find quite difficult that they are impacting on how I feel, on my mood, on my reactions, um, on how comfortable or happy I feel about the life I live or myself. Um, and I think encouraging those conversations is is really important and making space for them. Uh, and that's something that, you know, we're often not there focusing on. It's definitely not something I think... Um, it's not something I think I make time for always as well like there's so many different projects or campaigns or new people to meet and speak to having that time to kind of sit and reflect on like just what did you do today and how how did that feel what what was that like um when else would we you know sit down for 15 minutes 20 minutes and talk about tidying and how it affected me um i I think and i think yeah making time for those there's a space and a place for those um we i I think we often just don't 
make that space but that's me making a judgment this is also just i don't make that space i don't think um so yeah tidy is definitely something that i've kind of noticed a lot more of and trying to work out a way of both not avoiding it so it doesn't happen at all um because it needs to happen you need to tidy but also finding that balance of not just kind of going straight to well, this can go this can go this can go this can go um and then there are those random things that I will keep hold of. Like I've got empty boxes of things and I'm like, well, I'll keep that because you never know. Like I might want to like sell that thing in the future or or whatever. So I might need the box or maybe if something goes wrong with it, I might need to send it back. I'm like, dude, you've had that for like four years. You're not sending it back anyway. <laughs> Just get rid of the box. Um, so, yeah, it's it's definitely still a learning a learning process. Um but yeah, that's that's kind of my experience with tidying. I am now wondering what yours is. Is it something that sounds um, quite different or quite strange to you? Is it something that you're not necessarily kind of affected by? You're not thinking about that much. Is it something that you struggle with? I do wonder whether um, it makes a difference kind of where where you live and who you live with like if the other person is particularly tidy or or not does that kind of impact on on how you feel and also what sort of space are you in like do you have a house are you in a flat are you in shared accommodation um are you still living with family does does that impact on kind of how you feel um because are there are there potentially other people setting rules for you or are you setting rules for other people um i think that's a really interesting one as well i think um yeah oh yeah the, yeah there's lots of different ways that can go so yeah tidying really interesting one and i think a, a a good one to reflect on well for me personally and i do think it's um, it's it's interesting i think this is the sort of topic i guess i would be more likely to to have written as like a blog post and more likely to have, have shared that as a story there and i think I, ha I have also you know noticed that over the last year maybe slightly longer those those blog posts have become less frequent um oh my goodness to think back when when i was posting like one a week wow that seems like a world away now of um not even monthly uh, i guess just yeah very much as and when i guess um but i think there's i still feel like there's a place and there's a need for those different types of communication and i think that's the thing that i've really enjoyed through through the podcast through the blog through engaging with different conversations and different people uh those different communities where we're having these conversations about mental health and about well-being and about illnesses and um, the the lived experiences that people are having. Um, uh, it's very, it is noticeable, you know, there the, are the different ways to to communicate and engage and, and those conversations happen differently. And there are times, I think, I would say particularly when um, something is maybe more unexpected that has a, a, a larger more immediate impact those are um, kind of times when I'm more likely to share those sort of experiences as a blog post because it's easier just to sit down and kind of type those out in a notes app and um, then upload them um, later so it feels a lot more kind of instant there or 
if there are kind of events um, that I'm going to, it's a lot easier to share photos through the blog. So those are kind of the two things that feel very much more blog focused uh, and kind of sharing, I guess, more direct lived experiences. Um, and while there's one or two questions in there, it is very much kind of, this is my experience, here it is. Um, whereas I think with the with the podcast, it feels much more of a conversation, um, even even when it's when it's just me sitting and kind of having a chat about like this is what I've I've experienced, and I I, I kind of I wonder what what you think or what your reactions are to that. Um, yeah, it does it does feel noticeably different. I mean, like it's obviously different. I get when there's a guest here when we're having that kind of. Uh, when we're having that conversation between the two of us and almost kind of imagining you there as like a third or fourth person within our conversation um, but even now yeah like it is it's very much just my voice that I can hear but feeling like there is that dialogue there is that kind of inter interconnectivity is that a word um, I think is is feels like it has value um, so yeah different different ways to communicate and I think that really resonates for me why both of these platforms have their place and why I enjoy both of them um it is it is a privilege to be able to share these these conversations um through the podcast and I do very much look forward to speaking to the upcoming guests um both new and returning coming very very soon um, there are a couple of other things that I think would be quite nice to sit and chat for um, sort of 20 minutes and have these shorter discussion points and talk about. And um, I know, I think I'm, I really would like to get Amir um, to, to, to come back and chat with us about wrestling and about his podcast. I know there's some amazing things happening there and those things that may be less obviously or less directly related to mental health. It's, it's really interesting to have people like that come back and sort of talk about those links and how it connects with what they're doing as well as people that are very much focused on, on mental health and wellbeing and the conversations that are happening around that. I know there's some really, really amazing campaigns that have started recently. I think in, in recent episodes, we've talked a few times um, about Hope and her, her Dump the Scales campaign. And there is also um, a, a new campaign that she has recently launched as well. So definitely worth going and checking out the work that she's doing um, and some of the conversations that our guests are having online are, I think, a, a really important one. So please do if you really engage with a particular topic conversation or guest, like do try and have a look at some of the other things they're doing and the conversations they're having. I know um, I'm not sure if it was the last episode or the one before when Cara came on and talked a bit about her lived experience and some of the different campaigns that she's been part of in the last week. I've seen um, some of her social media posts that have talked about the way um the eating disorders and um, certain situations uh, and I think government legislation is 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 kind of coming across um, and it's really interesting and I think really important to hear the points of view from people that are coming from lived experience informed places 
um, in Cara's situation, also having a professional knowledge of that as well, I think really adds to that. So definitely have a look at if you've enjoyed episodes in the past, please do have a look at kind of following the guests that have have come on and see some of their work. Um, it's always really amazing to kind of hear when people come back oh they've kind of had a message or someone mentioned it when they ordered their book or or whatever Um, so it's always really nice to hear Um, we are up to I think we're on something like 240 ish episodes um, as loosely linked into my kind of tidying discussion there has been that thought process I've had in my head of like how do I basically how do I tidy and get rid of things um of like oh are there certain projects that I want to continue with or or stop in the future and um towards the end of last year I think it was quite right at the end um of last year um I I was running a local uh blogging group I have kind of paused or closed that group now because um although there wasn't a lot of activity happening predominantly because of the pandemic and no one could go to anything or, or discuss kind of events and activities. Um, it just got to the stage where there's too many different things going on and you kind of have to pick what you want to spend your your time doing. And that was a project I'd really enjoyed, really enjoyed kind of all the people that I'd met as part of that and all the conversations we'd had. Um, but it just kind of it got to that space where it, this is great, but it is unfortunately it's not in the top you know few things that I want to focus on um and the podcast has been one of those things where I thought about actually do I want to carry on doing this do I want to you know do you want to stop at we're near to 250 episodes um is that a time to kind of stop and pause and reflect um at the moment it's very much not I very much want to carry on I I absolutely love the conversations we're having with guests and it's always really nice to like I say have these occasional opportunities to sit down and reflect and um, chat to you about the different things that are going on Uh, but it is something that's in my mind of like oh do we get to a certain point where um, you know we've had a lot of conversations it's been amazing but actually are we going to stop there or are we going to change you know how the podcast is set up we're just going to do um less episodes and do slightly longer ones so just sit down and have you know uh, yeah I I don't know I don't know that I could do longer because it's how do you fit it in with other other commitments as well um that was a bit of a spiraled last five minutes wasn't it um but yes the 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 podcast is still very much here still very much looking forward to um to the upcoming episodes and the ones in the future i think i'm also going to maybe try and have a look at uh maybe connecting in with other people that have podcasts as well i've really enjoyed when we've had the mega cast with uh with matt and wes they're really amazing conversations um and i think kind of having that opportunity potentially to link into to other people and hear what their experiences are and kind of the the work that they're doing the conversations they're having I think can really be something interesting to share and also to kind of identify like what's the difference and what's the space that their podcast sits in and and kind of where this podcast sits as well um a little bit of I guess maybe like a refine of like yeah just rehoning I guess maybe I'm not sure um 
yeah I think it's good I guess to reflect on on where where you are and and what you want to do like I say what you want to spend your time on I hope you're still loving these episodes um like I say I do enjoy I do enjoy recording them I think these episodes are so different I do wonder whether they are do they require a slightly different space um to 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 sit I guess because they're like I say they it feels like they are quite different to when a guest comes on and it's quite a um it's a really nice back and forth there's a conversation happening um and these episodes feel a lot more like I'm almost like I'm reading through a blog post I guess It, it feels like that sort of it does feel a little bit like that at times it definitely feels like that now now I've gone on a spiral for the last five minutes that feels more like a blog post than before where it felt a little (laughs) felt a little bit structured of like I'm going to tell you about this thing and talk about this thing and ask you what you think now it feels like I've just spiraled off on port uh on parts and talking points um that feels like a reasonable place to leave it it's a five minute it's a five minute spiral of of thought processes um i (laughs) as always i've enjoyed sitting down and and talking to you i hope um by just kind of sharing some thoughts very much the random thoughts of uh of me there um i hope that allows a an opportunity for you to kind of check in and and listen to some thoughts and some lived experience around mental health around well-being i think as i said earlier having those different types of conversations are really important i absolutely love being able to to provide this space and host this space um for for you for the listener um however you use this whether you are uh whether you're commuting into work whether you're traveling for a holiday or to go for a day out whether you're you know listening in a quiet space um however you're doing it um i have some podcasts i listen to uh when i go to sleep so hello out there if you're going to sleep um yeah i think podcasts play a really different role for a lot of people and we engage in them very differently so uh i guess it'd also be interesting if you are if you if you are still awake <laughs> if you are still awake like how how do you find the episodes do you think um there's a certain type of episode that works best or is there a reason why you listen to the podcast is there a thing that you really enjoy or that you get out of are there things that you're less keen on like these rambly episodes where it's just me talking for 20 minutes who knows um it'd be really interesting to hear and as always if you are interested in being a guest in the future as well you can find information about the podcast um via the website which is openjournalbc.com uh there's information about being a guest there there's information there is the whole blog not even information about it it's the whole blog um links to a few other things uh activities and campaigns and projects and stuff that i've been part of there as well lots of information I do also have to mention it is April. We are coming around to Mental Health Blog Awards time. Nominations have just recently just closed um, for this year's event. So we're looking through. uh, I think we're going to try and get all of the nominees information up on the website by the end of the month. So for the end of April um, and be sharing information there. You can find out more about kind of voting 
the categories and all that sort of stuff um, on the website, which is mhblogawards.com. Sounded very confident about that web address. Um, it's a while since I've had to read that one out. Yeah, that I'm pretty sure. It's not Mental Health Blog Awards. I'm sure it's MH Blog Awards. Definitely mhblogawards.com. Go there, check that out. Uh, there will be more information about the kind of program and the agenda and stuff for the day. Uh, I think it may be about a month's time. Um, so we're still working on uh, which workshops will work well and fit into the day. Um, so that, yeah, hopefully we'll be able to share that in probably about a month's time. Uh, we're getting there. We're getting there with the planning. Um, big thank you to all of you that have supported, that have put yourself forward um, for Mental Health Blog Awards. It's... Um, it's a really difficult thing often for the first time people put themselves forward, particularly with mental health. I think um, a lot of the time, I would say for me personally and for a, a large number of the people I've spoken to, uh, people don't share their mental health story for awards or recognition. Like they share it because um, potentially, if like me, like just at the beginning, you needed to. It was a coping strategy to write these things down and um, learn how to share them and to kind of um, get that out of your mind and then gradually to talk to people and talk with people about what you were experiencing. Um, and then there are also people, or you might grow to, um, a situation where you're sharing that for education or awareness um, to promote campaigns or services or a range of different things as well um, so yeah it can be quite difficult to to put yourself forward for an award when that's not really why you're doing it um, and it's it's quite diff yeah I think it's quite a difficult thing to do when you're sharing that sort of stuff um, so a big well done and thank you to everyone that has put themselves forward that has engaged and supported mental health blog awards for the last four years I think this is our fifth year now um really looking forward to kind of celebrating sharing uh the work that everyone's doing around mental health and, and sharing their content online through blogs podcasts vlogs um and through social media as well so very much looking forward to that do go over and engage check out the mental health blog awards uh almost definitely mhblogawards.com and uh <laughs> really just double check that it's one of those two i'm pretty sure it's that one uh <laughs> um i will i will oh there's there's one little sound clip i'm gonna save it for the next one in case in case i uh in case i need it for the next episode i really want to talk about um please do remind me uh i really want to talk about um like forest bathing and um, kind of like woodland walks I think that definitely feels like the next episode uh, when it's a me episode I just need to remember that that's what I've said I'm going to do um, because oh, I just yes I definitely think it's a really cool thing and I think coming into warmer weather I think it's something that feels a bit more accessible for people as well uh, so that's going to be a really cool I think that'll be a really cool episode a really cool 20 minutes to to talk through some of that I might have a think about how that's recorded as well. I might try something a little bit different for that. But that's going to be the end of, of this episode. It's already longer than I thought it was going to be, which 
Yes, it's not quite 20 minutes, is it? Um, but thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, if you're still awake, uh, thank you so much for joining me <laughs> in this episode. Um, as I said earlier, all the information about the website, all the information about the website, all the information about the podcast, about the blog, about loads of other stuff is on the website, which is openjournalbc.com. Uh, have a look, get in contact. You can find me through some social medias uh, at Mike underscore Douglas underscore. Get in contact. Let's have a chat. I look forward to the conversations to come. There's some amazing guests coming up very soon. Enjoy the rest of your day or night or whatever you're doing. Be happy, be safe. And remember, you're not alone out there. These are real people. They do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves. I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. So I told everything and her face dropped. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation, so they can appreciate, yeah. It's difficult dealing with our minds. And the suicidal thoughts were back. People knew that there was something not right, but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. You're not depressed, it's, it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. I mean, this, this, this shit is real and it's hard, it's exhausting. Sometimes you need somebody to just give you permission to say you just need a little bit of help. And I think people realise how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are. Not only did this help me to write it, it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, and then they want to talk about it. I feel like I should sell it as a personal challenge to get a 20 minute episode next time. That's nearly 40 minutes I was in. Nearly 40 minutes. I just wanted to talk about tidying. I just wanted to talk. How is that 40 minutes? Absolutely ridiculous. I'll see you next time for the forest bathing.